0: Man, what a good night so far. Way to kick off the Christmas series. Well, um, this series is called Countdown to Christmas because um, this season, um, some of us call it Christmas, but some of us call it um, Advent also. And this word Advent um, has this um, meaning of kind of uh, an arrival, something that's coming, something that we're waiting for. And so anyone uh, celebrate Advent in your home? Um, maybe there's readings, or maybe there's candles, or maybe there's little chocolates. Cool, yeah. So lots of us uh, celebrate in different ways, which is awesome. Um, and maybe your family does or doesn't. That's not meant to meant like be like a who's super awesome at Christmas. You know, um, who's like got a Christmas tree up right now? Who's who does not have a Christmas tree up yet? Okay, cool. Who has Christmas lights up outside? Okay, who does not have Christmas lights up outside? Who, if you, who has to put up the Christmas lights in this house? The teenage, well, yeah, the dads, me every year, and I hate it. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Okay. So, okay, kids, you guys do it? Awesome. Awesome. Who has, hold on, who has special food they eat during the Christmas season? What's your, like, let's everyone on the count of three yell out, the Christmas special food that you eat. One, two, three. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, now, who has, who has um, like a repeat of Thanksgiving dinner on Christmas and it's like Christmas dinner? You have that? Does anyone do something like completely different on Christmas? Like, yeah, we eat fajitas. I want to come to your house if you have fajitas awesome. So listen, I, does anyone like, I'm just, I'm not not a big fan of Christmas. Anyone? Anyone think that? Ooh, that like hurts someone's feelings. Okay. Not a big fan. Okay. All right. That's fine. To each their own. That's fine. I'm a big fan of Christmas. I always have been. I'm a big fan of the decorations, the movies. Um, Who would say like, I'm doing my best to focus on what Christmas is supposed to be about, but really the Christmas or the presents are my favorite part. Anyone be honest? Yeah. Yeah. EJ, unashamed. Presents! your hand right now. Oh, he's calling you out. Okay. Hey, shh. All right. So you guys can call each other out. In fact, I tell you what, in just a moment, you guys are going to be able to duke it out in just a minute out in the pavers, okay? Just, just you two. Just you two. Oh, you're scared now. I saw that. Okay, all right. Amira. Amira's got the eye of the tiger. Okay. So listen up, Advent, let me go back to Advent. Advent is like a special, um, a special time because, listen, listen, uh, because it's when we talk about Jesus coming back. Now, usually we talk about Jesus coming back um, maybe around Easter because we talk about his death and his resurrection. Um, and what do we talk about during Christmas? We talk about his birth, you know, so we celebrate Jesus' birth during Christmas. But think about it this way. Think about it this way: What were the Israelites excited about when they were around before Jesus was, Jesus was born? They really had Advent. They were like waiting on Him to show up, right? And a lot of them missed it. A lot of them missed it. In fact, I would wager that some people that never grew up reading the Old Testament probably noticed Jesus first because they were kind of living their life and saw something crazy happen, and uh, and they believed first. Some Jews believed. Some Greeks believed. Um, but back in those days, they were waiting on Jesus to be born, and they were waiting to learn about this new Messiah that would come and set everything straight. But for us, we're looking back. That happened like 2,000 years ago. We are looking now forward to Jesus coming back. Did you know? This may be, I mean, don't answer out loud. I know some of us like to have stories and questions and all this kind of stuff. Did you know that in the Bible, it talks about Jesus is coming back one day to take the Christians to heaven. Did you know that? Did you know that? That's crazy. That's crazy. And that's what Advent is about. We're going to talk about that. But before we get there, I just got to say, I if you're all about the Christmas presents, I understand. Now, I want us to like focus on Jesus this season. That's what we're going to do for these three weeks at Fuse. But I also just want to say like, I totally get it. Like anyone uh, like hoping for a specific Christmas present and just want to Shout it out, Caleb. New TV. For New TV. An, iPad Air. an iPad Air. Keegan. Hey dudes. Huh? Hey dudes. What? Hey dudes. Shoes. Hey, dudes. Let's talk later. Okay. Headphones. Headphones. Cosplay, stuff. Cosplay stuff. Shocker. Crystals? Crystals? Yes. Okay. Huh? Did you say red ink? No, they're pretty. No, they're pretty. What did... Ash- oh, okay. That's weird. I feel like there's a story, but we'll do that later. Okay. A bigger fish tank. Okay. 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 I'll just try, a game. What? <laughs> a gaming desktop with a what? Sixty percent keyboard. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool you gamer. Okay, cool. Mouse and keys now. All right. Uh, a, new pet. a new pet. All right. A couple more. New what? Crash symbol? AirPod Pros? All right. Jayden, last one. Nintendo Switch. All right. Because you had your chance. Okay, shh. I, I don't know what I want as a 38-year-old, but I remember what I wanted when I was a kid. Now, um, girls, I don't know that I'm going to be able to, like, share anything that you're going to uh, identify with, but I think the guys might because I'm not a girl, so I didn't ask for, like, Barbies or My Little Ponies, which is what we're... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Did any of you girls out there ask for Barbies or My Little Ponies? Okay, all right, cool. All All right, let's do this. Hold on. The leaders haven't shared. Hold on. The leaders. You can either pick something you want this year or something you wanted when you were like 10. Leaders. A new drill. A new drill. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I want this ring. A ring. You know I'm getting, so. Like a. like Okay, Chris? Chris Dale, give me something. You wanted a bike? Mm, yeah, a Red Rider BB gun. Christy Cox, what do you want? Mm, No, you don't. Okay, pause. Funny story. Funny story. She's been talking for like three whole months about how she wanted an espresso machine. I went on Amazon and bought it. And you know what came today? In not an Amazon box. In just an espresso box. She, well, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. Like it just came in its, like, it's like, ta-da, here's what you ordered. Usually Amazon puts it in a box. They just put it on our doorstep. It was just like, here's the Nespresso. I mean, That's one of her Christmas presents. She got it on December 1st. And, she's, and she texts, do you want to share what you texted me today? I'm going to knock this table over when I hear it. I'm not even sure I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I like Next series is on marriage. <laughs> just kidding. Actually, we're going to, yeah, never mind. All right, so. But when I was a kid, I love you, I love you, and you're welcome. We can return it. Thank you, Amazon, for having great. What, you want it now? I love you. She wants it. Get hey, guys, hey, guys, Shh. let's do like a little mini-series right now. Hey, guys, sometimes girls will say something, and then five minutes later, they'll say something completely different. Just go with it. Just go with it. The couch is going to sleep real good tonight. Okay, so when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I wanted a Nintendo. Not a Super Nintendo, not a Nintendo 64. Like I'm talking like 1985 or something. Like Super Mario Nintendo. In fact, um, over the years, I I got different gaming. I'd love for you to look at the screens and just kind of see what video games used to be like. Because when uh, I was maybe five years old or something. Is there a video? There we go. So this is Atari. Anyone ever heard of Atari? Okay, yeah, Pac-Man. Games are very different. Listen, just listen. The adults in the room just, like, went, went somewhere. A time machine. Duck Hunt. Who knows these games? Yes. Okay, Duck Hunt. So Nintendo was great. All the guys in the room. Who knows Tech Mobile? <laughs> Tech Mobile. Okay, so this is like drifting into Super Nintendo. Okay, this is uh, this is a game called F Zero. Chris Lede, are you in the house right now? WWF Battle Royale. Who knows what that is? Mega Man. Yeah. Who knows what this is? Oh! Yeah. All right. Street Fighter. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Who's played Sonic before? Okay. All right. Mortal Kombat. Okay. We're not going to let him finish her. Who played NBA Jam back in the day? Let me tell you. This is the game, man. This is the game. Okay. So even just the sounds. Check this out right here. You can hit people. Yeah. Ooh, yes. NBA Jam. Okay, so this is PlayStation 1. Okay. You see these like incredible graphics right here? This is like 97, 98. Who knows what game that is? Tomb Raider, right. Tomb Raider was pretty dope. Again, shooting the birds. This is crazy. Driver was a popular game. Yeah. Who knows this game? Ever knows. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. So listen, listen, I got I to gotta tell you, like, I know that your video games are cool, but, man, you haven't lived until you've played Tony Hawk. Yeah. And so obviously, now, has anybody played, the, like, the, the NES Classic or the, the Sega Classic where, like, it comes loaded with, like, 50 or 200 games? Yeah. And it's cool. It's just not the same. It's just not the same. But I went looking through YouTube for all those today and I was like, man, going down a time machine. So the thing is, is I remember getting all those consoles throughout the year for Christmas. I remember, you know, when I was young, like setting the Nintendo up. And I don't think I, I think I was like, can we just leave the cans alone? Is that cool? Can we do that? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because there's a whole crowd in here. Maybe we could all participate. Um, and so it was, it, was, it was a great thing to get those, the, those, uh, those games. And they are crazy distracting. Who gets distracted you get distracted because you're a gamer, right? Do you find yourself playing games on end for like hours? Yeah? Some of us, <laughs> you're like, no. Shh. Okay, okay, okay. So I tell you what, Eli, we, we need to tell on you though too. If, we're, if you're going to tell on other people, we can tell on you though too. Okay. Okay, all right. This is not story time. This is not story time, okay? So here's the deal. I wanted you to go down memory lane with me so that I could tell you that I am crazy distracted at the Christmas season, just like you might be, okay? I get very distracted, and I love—if we can just bring the the conversation to a minimum, please, please, just give us a couple minutes here. Um, I get distracted, and sometimes I get more excited about setting up the decorations and having the little traditional things with my family and my kids— Sometimes I get really excited about Christmas morning and opening up those presents. You might, too. Uh, but here's what I want to invite you in for the next, like, two or three weeks. I want to ask you if you would consider um, taking a challenge with me. And so we're going to talk about three words these, these next couple weeks, and tonight we're going to talk about hope. We'll talk about hope. And I wanted to talk about hope tonight because it's kind of that whole idea of, like, well, I hope I get this or I hope I get that. And I hope that this good thing happens to me. I hope we get to go visit family over Christmas. I hope that next semester I do better than I did this semester in school. I hope that I have a girlfriend by the time prom rolls around, high schoolers, you know. Oh, they're just nudging each other up in the front row, okay. So um, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. And sometimes I want you guys to just maybe classify this word hope in fact, I'm going to put a definition on the screen. This isn't like the definition in the dictionary, but this is how we're going to talk about it in the sense of the Bible. The hope is the confidence that what God has promised will happen. Hope is the confidence that if God promised it, it's going to happen. Now, I want all eyes on me for just a second. I know it's difficult to think that everything that's in this Bible is going to come true. You know why I know that's, that's real difficult? Because I, bad stuff happens in the world. Because sometimes we would say, well, bad stuff happens to good people. Sometimes we would say it doesn't seem like God's in control, even though he says he is. Does, the, does it say in the Bible that God's on the throne? Yeah. Does it say that he's in control? Yeah. So why does all this stuff happen? I know it's tough. It's tough to have hope. But here's what I think. Here's what I think. This is a season where we can kind of re-engage with that hope, not because everything's perfect, not because we're perfect, because the truth is, here's what I'm learning as I go through life. I'm going to tell you something real deep, and it it may not sink in for like 10 or 20 years, but I'm going to tell you something. I have learned about myself that I am even more imperfect than I thought when I was younger. And as I get older... I want you to listen to me now. As I get older, I realize that this world is more imperfect and that I am more imperfect as I get older. Well, Mark, I mean, aren't you a Christian? You're supposed to be getting better and better and better. And I think because I'm a Christian, because I've been walking with Jesus for maybe 20 years or so, that maybe it's more, um, it's, it's more available to me. It's more it's something I see and pay attention to. Hey, Jonathan, Taya, can you all chill for a second? Thank you. It's something that I notice about myself. It's something that I can see in the mirror. I know when I have these thoughts that are kind of not nice towards other people. I know when I have thoughts that maybe I want something to happen that maybe doesn't align with God's will. But you know what I do know? In the middle of, can we chill? This is really distracting. Do you have something on your forehead? That's what I'm asking you to stop. Thank you. It's distracting. Um, Youth ministry, something stuck to his forehead. Oh, I'm aware of what it was. I'm asking him to stop. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, Hope is something that you can have because here's, let me tell you, not everybody believes the same thing in this room, but I want you to listen to me. I believe that what Jesus said as a promise is going to come true. And let me tell you something. What Jesus says is that if you place your faith in him, that you become his. And he seals you, for eternity in his family, meaning you're protected. Does it mean anything's, you know, nothing bad is going to happen to you? No, it doesn't mean that. But in the middle of all the bad stuff that happens in this world, you can have what? Hope. Hope. See, the Israelites had it a little bit more difficult than we do because they didn't even have Jesus yet, okay? So in the middle of all that waiting, there's a guy named Jeremiah, And he's going to say something in these three verses. It's going to be on the screen. Jeremiah chapter 33. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the good promise that I made to the people of Israel and Judah. In those days and at that time, I will make a righteous branch sprout from David's line. He will do what is just and right in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. This is the name by which it will be called the Lord our righteous Savior. This is Jeremiah talking to a group of people that haven't seen the Messiah for centuries yet, but they've been waiting. There's been prophets, there's been priests, there's been kings, there's been judges, there's been all kinds of people, all the way back to like Abraham that said, one day I'm going to make something happen out of your family that's going to bless the world. It's going to bless the whole world. But did Abraham get to see it? No. Did Moses get to see it? No. Think about all the people that died without ever seeing God actually send Jesus yet. You know what the Bible says about those people? This is crazy. The Bible says that if they had faith in Jesus, even before, I should say this, if they had faith in God, if they had faith in God in the Old Testament, think Abraham, if they had faith in God Uh, the God that was described through kind of oral history and through the scriptures in the Old Testament, that those people are also in heaven. Why? Because they had faith in God, and God kind of credited to them. This is in the book of Romans. It says this, kind of deposited in their bank account or in their, like, salvation account, like, they're good. They're saved. They're not guilty. You know why? Because they had faith in God. Even the Old Testament people before, you ever had that question? What about the people that were around before Jesus was ever born? The book of Romans says, Paul says, that God credits it to them as righteousness. And for you, here's where it gets a little difficult. For us who have read about a man who has died and resurrected, and we're still like, eh, I don't know that I want to live this Jesus life. What? 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 He he defeated death. He rose again three days later. The holes are in his hands and in his feet. He walks up to them and is very clearly eyewitnessed by 12 and then like 70 and then like hundreds. And then he ascends into heaven and we're like, "Uh, I don't know. I think I want to do this life the way I want to do it. Now that is a scary place to be. And I would say that is a place, hear me, that is lacking hope completely. That means the best place you'll ever be is right here on earth. Earth is the the closest thing to heaven that you'll ever experience. Did that just shake you to your core? Do you know how terrible earth is compared to heaven? But for those of us who have put our faith in Jesus, what do we have? We have hope that one day, after all this is over, we're gonna spend eternity with him in heaven. That means this is as close to hell as we're ever going to experience, the Christians in the room. That is the truth of what the Bible says. And the Bible says, and we've, we've said this like every few is the whole semester. If you want to put your faith in Jesus, it's as simple as saying, I'm a sinner. I need salvation. I want you to save me. I want to repent, and I want to be a part of your family. I want you to save me. Now, if you mean it, now, if you're just doing it to earn some sort of badge, I don't, know, I don't know. But if you're like, you know what? I'm done fooling around with this life. I want to have the hope that Jesus talks about in the Bible. It's as simple as saying, I'm a sinner. I need a savior. I know that you're the son of God and that you died for me. It's simple. It's simple. But if I can just be very honest with you, if you don't have that in your life, The Bible would say, I'm not saying this, don't get mad at me. The Bible would say there's no hope, that there's no hope, that this is as close to heaven as your life is ever going to get. So what do you think? Do you want hope or do you want hopelessness? Some of you feel hopeless. You talk about it. And Jesus is reaching out right now and saying, come to me, I'll give you rest.